0: mm Welcome to this live episode of The Sip List, this live episode, Um, I'm here with Chris and Casey. And this is just a a random episode where we're going to riff on some stuff. Um, We're actually here to discuss the Waukesha Christmas Parade Trial, aka Daryl Brooks Trial, and some of the shenanigans and the outcome and our thoughts on all of it. So, welcome, guys.
1: Hola, cómo está?
0: Bien. Chris, how are you?
2: Uh, good. Good. Looking good. Uh, yeah.
0: Now that this shit show is over, it's uh, it's kind of nice. Um. Okay, so we are Boy. now live on Facebook, so maybe some people will comment comment to us.
1: Well, and okay. the other thing too is it's nice because we're approaching the end of like Halloween horror fest, the extended cut, which means we can welcome yeah. back into the fold Jean and Chris because they don't do the horror.
0: Yeah. It'll be a, a good time to start doing new stuff. And we have a, a episode we will be recording tomorrow. All four of us. So everybody stay tuned for that.
2: I mean, Casey, just... if you ever want to do a good classic horror like Psycho or really anything Hitchcock, I'm, I'm down for it. But uh, slasher, splatter films just don't do it for me.
1: You don't like torture porn? Yeah.
2: I we mean, I can go for a little bit of Stick every once in a while, but not not slasher films.
1: Gotcha. I have no problem with Hitchcock and anything like that. Matter of fact, I feel there needs to be more Hitchcock in the evening at the movies diet. So Agreed. we can discuss it and move forward with there's an awful lot of crap coming up in the next year, but we're not at that portion yet of the sip list where I go on for 20 minutes. So
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay, so before <laughs> we start. <Ew. laughs> Before we start, I do want to get serious for a second because I want people to understand that we are good, decent people and are not about to make a mockery of anything that happened to anyone. This, this attack, this, you know, six times murder and 60 something other, 61 other people injured. And it's, it's disgusting. It's abhorrent. Like, I just can't, I can't even wrap my mind around it and hearing the stuff that we heard in the trial and especially the witness statements for sentencing and hearing, you know, the people that survived. But, I mean, God, the physical stuff (coughs) is enough to be bad, but the PTSD and the trauma that these people have experienced and still are, like, it's real and it's heartbreaking. And so, yes, we are going to have some fun and laugh about some stuff and make fun of Daryl Brooks the entire time. Um, but I want it to be clear that this is not a mockery of anyone that was hurt of the situation at all we are all in the same boat that we agree it was awful in our hearts and prayers and whatever good thoughts go to all of those people and I'm glad this is over and hopefully they can move on so all that being said this guy made the biggest fucking mockery of the legal system and it was Hilarious at times, infuriating most of the time, and a lot of times just mind-boggling. So that's kind of what we're here to discuss.
2: Yeah, the the court scenes in Liar Liar took the legal system more seriously uh, than Daryl Burks Jr. did during the duration of his trial.
1: So my honest-to-God opinion, and we're all in that same age window, so we all lived through the huge dumpster fire that was the state of California versus Orenthal James Simpson. Mm -hmm. that was a dumpster fire. Mm but Yeah, but that was not anything like
0: this.
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Daryl Brooks Jr. dumb fucker made more of a mockery of the damn court legal system than O.J. Simpson did. And there's still things in the O.J. Simpson trial that people still make fun about if it doesn't fit you must acquit bubble and all that Mm -hmm. and
0: I mean this is something like I don't think I think most people have never seen before I mean there have been people who have been dumb enough to defend themselves in a capital murder case um you know Ted Bundy (laughs) but even even that was like I feel like I've at least never heard or seen anything this absurd and this out of hand and disrespectful and just it, I felt like we were being punked
1: at and, least with Bundy Bundy had some kind of basic knowledge of how the criminal court system works right and tried to play within the confines of the parameters of the legal system Daryl Brooks and Jr. Andy was some of them. exactly this guy had absolutely no freaking clue, and I'm not the one of the four of us that sat here and shot the shit back and forth through the whole freaking thing like you guys did. Just the little bit that I know, this guy is a freaking moron and had an absolutely no business defending himself. So he—he's he's not stupid.
2: St- he's not stupid, right? He—he he, and the judge pointed that today out today multiple times in the in the sentencing arguments that there were times that he made. Rather thorough, rather complicated, very correct arguments. Yeah. During the court case, to the point of he got a piece of evidence thrown out when he rightly pointed out uh, a pre-trial ruling. Um. So right. he's not he's not stupid. The problem is he doesn't know when to stop himself.
0: The problem um, is he's a malignant narcissist, and he. He can't yeah. ever accept that he's wrong or responsible for anything that goes wrong. It's always someone else's fault.
2: Yeah, so I mean, he, he did stupid things both in in, in the uh, the attack, the events leading up to the attack, well, more than both, and, and definitely in in defending himself. But to call him stupid is a disservice. He's not necessarily the most book smart person, and he's definitely not a lawyer by any stretch yeah. of any episode of Perry Mason ever. Um, but he is definitely intelligent enough that when he slows himself down, he makes really good arguments. The problem was that he couldn't figure out what defense he wanted to mount.
0: Yeah, he didn't have one.
2: Every time Basically. he thought he was going somewhere in cross-examination or indirect, he derailed himself. Yeah. Um, and, and I think that is indicative of the, the narcissism or, or whatever is actually going on in his head. There's definitely, a, a in, in my opinion, a chemical imbalance in there somewhere. Um, I don't think it's to blame for the attack, but I, I think yeah. he's got underlying issues. Uh, and, and I think some of those came to light in the way he responded throughout the trial. Yeah,
0: for sure. Definitely a lack of respect for authority or an aversion mm-hmm. to authority and definitely, you know, a clear disdain for women. Um, both talking about the stuff with his ex and other women and then also with the judge. Um, yeah. it, it's interesting because there were times when, and I think I said this, he would object to something, but, and he would object for the wrong reason. And I was like, man, you almost had it. Like, like he would object and say, hearsay. <laughs> When really the objection should have been, you know, relevant or something like Mm -hmm. that. And if you don't object for the right reason, you're not going to get it. And it's just like, dude, you were so close. But I don't know. I feel like I feel like I want a lot of things to change from this. Um, The first thing being, I don't know if it's just Wisconsin, if it's just Milwaukee, if this is a a nationwide problem. That fucker should have never been on the streets. He hit his ex-girlfriend with that same car and he was already on parole for something else when he did that. And he got out for that on a $1,000 bond. That's a colossal injustice.
2: Right. He, and, and He, he
0: should not have been out.
2: And I'm all for the argument that bond is a poor tax and that there are times when cashless bond is called for. Um, but never in the case of a violent act and never in the case of someone with his history. History. Yeah. Um you know, when when they went down his list of his litany of, of previous charges and convictions, there were two of those that or three of those I didn't give a shit about because they were marijuana related, but everything right. else was either lying to the cops or doing some violent shit.
0: Yeah.
2: Every single well, except for the statutory uh seduction conviction in, in Nevada. Yeah. Uh, but but everything else besides those those three or four was lying to the cops or, or being a violent piece of shit. Uh, yeah. And I get the feeling some of those lying to the cops was about being a violent piece of shit.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. For right. sure.
2: Um, so in, in this instance, the system failed uh, the people of Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying he shouldn't have been on a bond, but it definitely should have been a hell of a lot more expensive than a grand. Um, yeah. And he definitely should have been uh, restricted and probably on an ankle monitor.
0: Right. I mean, the thing is, he was already on parole for something else. I can't remember. I don't know if it was the illegally just charging a weapon or it was something like that. When he allegedly did this thing to Erica Patterson. At right. that point, you're violating the terms of the parole or bond that you're already on. He right. should have been in jail. Absolutely. In my opinion.
2: No, for- no. So he was on... He was on, uh, he was bonded out for the discharging the weapon and fell in possession, which technically is federal if they wanted to push it. Um, when he hit Erica Patterson, his his ex, with the same car. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so at this point, you're right. They should have said, oh yeah, you violated your bond on the weapon charge, sit your ass in jail. Yeah. Um, wh- whomever did not catch that, um, I, 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 really hope. Moron.
0: Well, what? and one of, one of the victims that talked yesterday said that it, it, I can't remember the guy's name, but it was basically <coughs> the, the sheriff of Milwaukee County. Mm-hmm. He's like, if that guy had any integrity, he would resign. Like he's responsible for that.
2: And yeah, so- I, I don't know who's responsible that. for looking that up in, the, in that chain, but whoever, whoever should have caught that uh definitely needs to uh serve a lengthy suspension or be unemployed or or whatever depending on on other mitigating factors I mean, this is the first screw up in in 20 years then then maybe not um but there definitely needs to be some sort of censure um for this magnitude of error
0: i mean i felt either either it was an error or that's just how the system works and if that's how the system works i mean It's so weird how the legal system, I mean, you can put people in prison for marijuana charges, but he runs over his girlfriend's foot with a car and he's out on bond. And like, you know, I, this has been probably, oh my God, close to 10 years, maybe eight years. I don't know. Um, A girl that I graduated high school with was killed by a drunk driver on New Year's Eve. And that guy had already had like six DUIs. Yeah, he had a suspended license, but he wasn't in fucking jail. Right. where he should have been. If he had been in jail if the legal system had done their job she would be alive. And it's just like I don't I don't get that. Um the other thing and this is really tricky, I don't even know how you could go about changing this because it is your constitutional right to defend yourself if you choose to do so. But I feel like there has to be some kind of caveat to that. Those victims should not have had to sit there and be questioned by him, especially the people he directly hurt. I mean, he put that woman who he ran over all four of her children on the stand. And I I believe in the constitution and our rights and all of that, but I also believe in victim protection and none of them should have had to go through what they went through in this trial. It's just disgusting.
2: No, it's it's a tough argument. and. And I, and I know you you tossed this out a few times and, I, and I, in the in the chat and I didn't want to didn't want to respond because a it would have been a lengthy conversation and b I think it would have been uh, better served the way we're doing it now. Yeah. Um. It's it's complicated. Uh, it is. Uh, you you as you mentioned you have the constitutional right to defend yourself. You have the constitutional right to face your accusers. Um. And uh, unfortunately, that means. In some rare instances, thank God they're rare, that uh, an attacker gets to question a victim on the stand. And re-victimize them all over again. Right, and and it's tragic, and it's traumatic, and it's fucking horrible. The problem that I see it is, and you know how much I hate slippery slope arguments, but the problem I see with this is at what point do you make that cutoff? What crime or what severity of crime do you make it okay to question the victim, but not okay to question another victim? Right. Um. And, and, I mean, and, I would
0: say physical violence. I would say I if If right, you, but if you from accuse somebody me or rob of, somebody, but it,
2: yeah. If you accuse me of punching you in the face, okay, and it's it's something where I can't get at a, a a lawyer and a public defender. It's not a big enough case for a public defender to qualify and I have to ask you about the events thereof, I am questioning my victim in a violent case. So, well, I I agree that it's not right for these folks to be re-victimized. At what point do you cut off somebody's right to question their accuser? And maybe the answer is, even if somebody is representing themselves pro se or pro per, Maybe someone's representing themselves. Maybe you still at that point that the rule is you still have to have a court appointed paralegal for victim questioning. Uh, but, but even then, I, I don't know if, if higher courts, appeals courts would go with that. Um,
0: Cause some of them, he was borderline
2: harassing. Oh no, absolutely. Like, I'm not defending him. No, actions. no, no.
0: I know. But it's just, it was so hard to watch and I can't imagine having to, the strength that these people had to sit there and face him and answer his questions like i don't think i could do it
2: oh no uh I, um, the, the the guy who separated him from uh from erica erica there we go i couldn't think of her last name I
0: thought that know. guy was gonna murder him i would have liked it yeah
2: when he's like well i don't want to piss off the court but i was gonna beat his ass like yeah. that guy's my favorite. Well, him and the the uh, the gentleman with with all the convictions that they called up under the standard that he called yeah. up under the standard was the most genuine dude ever, right? Um, but but those two, if they could have been in a locked room with that guy, it would have been over. Um,
0: I guarantee you the first guy is probably fucking Erica now. Either that or they became best friends because he barely knew her when that happened. Yeah. And maybe he's just a stand-up dude, but also he seemed like he was ready to throw some hands.
2: <laughs> oh, he was prepared. He was he prepared. He popped some stitches from a, from a knife wound from like two weeks earlier <laughs> uh, or a week earlier yeah. while, while breaking everything up. And um, it, it takes a lot of bravery or stupidity, maybe to make sure of the two, to step in in a moment like that, especially for someone you don't know all that well. And as as the judge pointed out, quite possibly saved Erica's life that day. I think so. Um, mo- moved uh, the, the body count from seven to six. Um,
0: turned his re- well, and not that I would have. Not saying this is what should have or anybody would want to happen necessarily, but maybe if he had killed her, he wouldn't have done that after. I think he had so much built up rage, or maybe he would have just kept going on a murder spree. Who knows? This guy is.
2: I don't. I don't want to know the answer. Um, no, I don't either. I yeah. Mean, it, yeah. They.
0: I think they saved her life for sure. I just.
2: Um. It definitely saved her a lot of trauma and injury. Um. And and other bullshit. Um. I, I think. Uh. Maybe the answer is if you're you, are you gonna badger a witness, you have to pay for their counseling. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know what the answer is on that. I, and I believe in I the system. Either. And the system God. has to be blanket as much as possible. <coughs> and there are times when it just sucks.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, this has a valid point, though, as, as far as, like, the paying for the damn counseling goes, in my opinion, because it's not like he's going anywhere anytime soon now.
2: Yeah. Uh, his commissary funds well, will be garnished yeah, for the rest yeah. of his life. Um, yeah. Oh, I I did the math um, on the sentencing. Um, So most life sentences are considered to be 99 years. um, Just for simple math. Uh, So you take that by six, and then the 61 counts uh, at 17 and a half years, and the six counts at 25 years for uh, hit and run leading to a homicide, were 1,811 and a half years.
0: And you know what? I wish he had to fucking live that long and serve every fucking day.
2: Yes, yes. I, I he's he's forty. I hope he lives well into his nineties.
0: Can so we make him a vampire? <laughs> so he has to live for eighteen hundred years thinking about what he did. Although he doesn't care. He doesn't care about what he did. So it doesn't matter. So I loved how the judge pointed out you oh, went yeah. on for two hours and you said you were sorry one time.
1: What, Casey? Well, I mean, let's be honest, he's probably not going to serve half of one life sentence in jail. Somebody is going to yeah. freaking get a hold of him, and
2: it'll be over. Yeah, especially since two of the victims were children. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, God. Two of the people killed were children. Uh, many more of the actual victims yeah,
0: were children.
3: Were children. Too,
2: yeah. Um but, but two of the dead of children uh, and, and hearing some of those injuries yesterday. Yeah.
0: That
3: broke um, and
2: the, the lady talking about the little girl who had to have her pelvis rebuilt. Um, it's possible. She'll never be able to have children.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, all the surgeries she's been through all the, I mean, how many times she almost died and was in a coma for nine days or, or was intubated okay. for nine days. And just like,
2: yeah, and, and uh, at the height of COVID, I remember reading articles talking about that that intubating people was causing PTSD. And it's been known for a while. It's just nobody was really talking about it because there wasn't that many people intubated. But now right. that we, we all know somebody that was on a ventilator at some point, at least most likely, uh, holy shit, man.
0: Yeah, it's not like it is on TV. And I was glad that that mom or whoever said that She's like, It's coming off a ventilator is not like what you think it is. It's traumatic. (laughs) Um Okay, well let's um let's uh break up the seriousness for a second and do a quick sip lids before Casey has to leave. Um and then we can keep going. I'm glad we're having these discussions. I thought we were gonna have more fun, but also these are important discussions. So I'm glad we're I'm glad we're talking about this, but I'm about to start crying. (laughs)
2: Well, after the simple uh, research, how... one more thing I want to twist off on lot, and then oh, we, yes. can, we can go to the okay. riffing. Cool.
1: Wait a Amanda cries. When did this start happening?
2: Just now. Just now. Just okay. just now.
0: I didn't even cry as a baby. This is the first time ever.
2: Right, right. Her tear ducts were installed yesterday.
1: <laughs> uh, I miss good old fashioned. Mount more riffing. <laughs> it's
0: not hey, the Chris, same in ahead. chat. No.
2: We really should do pay-per-view for that shit.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. OnlyFans. I don't know about that.
2: <laughs> Look, okay, not we're... everything on OnlyFans is porn. So I've heard.
0: I was going to say, how do you know? <laughs> Um, what were you going to say?
2: George Holden. What? Chris? Huh?
0: You said you wanted to say something else before we just Oh, I, no, no,
2: no, after, but I can do it now.
0: Oh, okay, sorry.
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll do it now. Um, the more I watched that trial and the more I paid attention to the things that were being said about the events leading up to it, the more hate I have in my heart for his mother. Daryl Brooks Jr.'s mother is a fucking enabler. Yeah. She kept loaning him the car even after he tried to kill somebody with it. And you know she had to go get it out of impound or go pick it up or right. something. Right. She kept letting him use the car. She kept letting him stay in the house. She kept letting him have access to things. God knows where the freaking firearm came from that he got caught with. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know if she's legally responsible for anything, but morally, that blood is on her hands to an extent. And I really hope, I really hope it keeps her up at night, and I really hope she kicks herself in the ass on a regular fucking basis.
0: (coughs) Well, it was funny because she was going on today about, you know, uh mental illness and how people need early intervention and i'm like that's your job why didn't Wait. you i mean yes I mean, he's, he's a grown-ass man so you can't force him to do anything but you're acting like nobody tried to help him did you even try to help him
2: the, the man's the man's 40 years old he's got 20 plus years of a, of a criminal record involving involving very angry very violent moments yeah. um and and I'm not, I, I don't want to stigmatize mental illness, right? Because it's real. No. It runs heavily in my family. I, I deal with depression, how I'm medicated for it. Um, Same. <laughs> but I also know, especially at this age where I am in my cycle. I, I realize that when I do something that's not normal, that I have to adjust myself. Um, and And I tell people that I'm around on a regular basis that, hey look for this and if this starts to happen call me out right like if i have to have my medication yeah. adjusted or or if i'm without it for a couple of days i forget to pack it whatever um you know people around me know what to look for so if he's not self-aware enough if she wasn't self-aware enough to get him help or to stop him or quit freaking enabling him yeah um then some of that's on her and, and like i said earlier he may have to rephrase that, I'm pretty sure he has some sort of chemical imbalance, right? Whether it's treatable or not, I don't know. I'm not a doctor, I've only played one a few times, um, <laughs> more than a few anyway. But yeah, but, hola, uh, but there, there is most likely something chemically wrong in his brain that may or may not be treatable with, with, with therapy and pharmaceuticals and, and electroshock and a good ass kicking in the prison shower, yeah. Um, but I don't think that's what caused this attack. I think him and his rage going unchecked for as long as it has without somebody calling him on it and getting him the help he needed is what caused this attack. Yeah, The rage is not a symptom of the mental illness. The rage is a symptom of it not being treated. Yeah, And that's on mom. That's on grandma. And when they called out that for a while he wasn't allowed to live in his mother's house because of the things he was doing ding 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 we figured out yeah
0: i mean the only thing i would say to that um and i mean i agree but it's also really hard to know when to cut your kid off or when to and and, and once they're adults there's not that much you can do
2: and yeah, but we're not talking about a 22 a year old right we're talking about a 40 year old man yeah yeah, and and so he 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 should have been cut off. He he should have been called on of bullshit. At some point in there, I I will bet money that he hit rock bottom multiple times. And his family failed him. You know, With money. his friend, who's like he's like my brother, he's family, yada yada yada. You know that that tells me two things. A he has been diagnosed with something at some point because she was rather exact about it and B he's capable of being medicated and being a normal person.
0: Yeah. Well, he never mentioned mental illness until today because his ego wouldn't let him. Yeah, exactly. He won't acknowledge it. And I, and it's again, you can't help somebody that doesn't want to be helped. Right. And, so that's, it's so complicated. I mean, I definitely think his family holds some responsibility, but this guy is clearly an impossible person to deal with. Yes. I mean, so I don't think you could tell this guy anything he doesn't want to hear. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Casey, still with us? I'm here.
1: I was okay. responding to a comment in the comment section. Oh, okay. In the
2: comment
1: section, I was just letting somebody's oh. better half know that Casey's not bored. Casey just hasn't watched as much of the trial as everybody else in the Mount Sitmore Are there
0: comments on this? Uh, co-
1: over- Cassandra. Cassandra commented like ten minutes ago. Casey looks Why bored. Why I? I-
0: why can't I see them?
2: Yeah, I'm I can't see them either.
0: They're Weird. supposed to pop up. Well, you wouldn't be. They're supposed to pop up over here for me. And then I can click on them and show them right here. This happened when we were doing the, um, the anniversary or the 100 episode one, too. But when I did it before, when I tried it, they showed up just fine. I'm so confused. Why...
1: Oh, hold
0: on. (laughs) I think I know why. Let's see.
1: Operator error.
0: No, it says that it, um, it has to be public on Facebook. Edit audience, make it public. There we go.
2: But then how did Casey see it? There we go. Because,
0: because you can go to the post on facebook oh there we go (laughs) see casey casey looks bored there we go
2: (laughs) jeremy you're right casey should still be fine
0: (laughs) there we go okay we got it all right so we're going to do some sip libs and this one is called dictionary disasters um Casey, why don't you... Oh, wait. Actually, hold on. Let me put certifiably fuckable. Although... (laughs) Okay, well, we're going to see how this goes. All right. Casey, give me a noun. Horseshit. Okay. Chris, body part plural.
2: Uh. Penises. Okay. Peni. I I know. Peni. (laughs) I'm going to go with peni. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Peni.
0: Noun for me, I'm going to say subject matter jurisdiction. (laughs) Do you know what subject matter jurisdiction is? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Okay. I quoted "Legally Blonde" so much during this trial. Uh, Casey, verb ending in "ed."
1: Defenestrated.
0: <laughs> what we'd like to do to Daryl Brooks. Okay, Chris, verb ending in "ing."
2: Convicting.
0: Okay. Plural noun for me. I'm gonna say, shit. I don't know if this is gonna fit, but I'm gonna say grounds. (laughs) Okay, Casey, plural noun. Boobies. Chris, plural noun.
2: Objections.
0: Okay, noun for me, I'm gonna say hearsay. And last one, a noun for Casey.
1: Cold Carl. Damn it. (laughs) Okay. Yep.
0: All right, here we go. Dictionary disasters. Whoa. Okay, so it's basically a word, and then it's like, different definition or three words with definitions and I cannot say this xanthocroid I don't think that's a real word having a certifiably fuckable horse shit and light peni a subject matter jurisdiction having a certifiably fuckable horse shit and light peni <laughs> okay obdurate Ad- oh I didn't say one was the adjective one was a noun okay obdurate adjective Defenestrated against feeling. defenestrated in conviction or wickedness. Not giving into grounds. Showing unfeeling boobies to tender objections. <laughs> okay. Um, Does it
1: untender boobies?
0: It said tender, oh, unfeeling boobies to tender objections. Obdurate or obdurate. Like <laughs> And the last one, affuage These can't be real words. A noun. The right to cut hearsay in a cold carl for a family fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay, those were weird. That made no sense.
1: <laughs> I believe the phrase you looking for is anyway.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that was interesting.
1: Okay. It's still so, not as interesting as nightmare.
0: Yeah. Or as long. So I didn't watch oh, the beginning of the trial. I went back and watched a lot of pre-trial stuff after I started seeing it on TikTok. But I just this guy like I can't even the, the, the judge has the patience of a saint because it, it's like you want to laugh at some of it but then you just can't because it's so sad and disrespectful and disgusting and a waste of money like of you know of like taxpayer money paying for all this shit like it's just he is the most absurd ridiculous human being I have ever observed and I it, I didn't think it was possible for me to completely hate someone I've never met but I really really hate <coughs> him He she
2: is human fucking wreckage is just a, a I got nothing I mean i I I'm yeah. trying to figure out a, a proper way to describe him um, I, I'm going to have to go with South Park at this point as I was go with donkey reaping shit eater because that's all I can come up with
0: <laughs> yes uh, and that may not be far from the truth
2: right and it insults a lot of other donkey raping shit eaters
0: yes and donkeys
2: and didn't have shows? Come to find out. Yeah.
0: Oh. Don't do <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I mean, the whole... I loved yesterday when the prosecutor was finally like, you know what? I'm talking. Stop talking. I'm talking. And he's like, I don't care if you're talking. And she's like, I don't care what you care about. Like, finally, she got to at least say something because this whole... Every time they would object and start to say the reason, he was like, "Grounds, Dude, if you would shut up, you would hear the grounds for the objection. That was one of the things that annoyed me the most. It made me want to rip my hair out. It was so annoying. <laughs>
2: Clearly. I just... Ugh. Ah, Casey. I mean, it's like the guy People. only watched like, the first half of the first... Four episodes of Law & Order.
0: Love you. Hi, dear.
2: Uh Yeah. But but nothing Hi, else. It, it, I mean, it's just... Again, he's not stupid, but he was ill-informed, and whoever sent him down the sovereign citizen rabbit oh, hole... Oh, my God. Oh, oh my well, this is an admiralty court. I love what the judge is was maritime like,
0: "Maritime law or admiralty law?"
2: <laughs> right, when, when the judge was like, "Yeah, those are sovereign citizens arguments that have been disproved many times, and we're not doing that today." Yeah. Uh, fucking love her. She's uh, eligible for sainthood. We'll never lose an election again. Yeah. And, um She'd be
0: governor of Wisconsin.
2: Right, right. She could run tomorrow for a special election that she called herself and win. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we know she's governor of your loins, or you want her to be anyway.
2: Uh yeah,
1: yeah. Um
0: you've got a thing for her like Casey had for what's her name in the Johnny Depp trial. Oh, what's her name? Camille? Camille. Heard? Oh. Camille Vasquez. Oh god, no. Please no you Amber heard. Bite
1: your freaking tongue freaking you do not link me with that hot trash piece of trailer part. I think
2: mm. he's trying to communicate. I was
0: glad Judge Jennifer got to uh say her piece today. <laughs> he would be down for her her loin governor work. Chris is a little bit in love. Yeah, as long as <laughs> she's unless... this oh, day.
1: I'm sure Chris would...
2: I'm he sure he'd gladly be her.
0: down. <laughs> um administration. I think mean, she's yeah.
2: a bicameral.
0: What? <laughs> I don't get it. it. yeah the whole sovereign citizen thing i'd actually never heard of until this trial came up and i i guess i haven't researched it because i don't give a fuck because it's a weird conspiracy theory sorry jeremy but um my i have a real confusion as to how you can claim to be a sovereign citizen but then still claim that you have constitutional rights because if you're sovereign from any government ruling or intervention, how can you how do you get to benefit from the rights guaranteed by the government if you also don't abide by the restrictions put on you by it? Like, that makes no sense.
2: Not to mention, could could we give this fucker a crash course in the First Amendment?
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
2: First Amendment does not mean I can say whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah. yeah that's just the way it is. That's not that's not how that works. Just
0: freedom of speech, not freedom from consequences.
2: Well, not to mention freedom of speech, but people have the freedom to not fucking listen to you. Yes. Eh, but I don't know if freedom of speech is a basic human yes. right. I don't.
0: I don't think constitutional rights are necessarily basic human rights, especially if you're claiming to be sovereign from any sort of punishment by your government or judicial system, then you don't have, you know, First Amendment and Sixth Amendment and whatever. <coughs> like,
2: uh, Yeah, but the thing about international law is most of it hasn't been written yet and a lot of it's inferred and there's no enforcement for international law. On top of that, if you are indeed a sovereign citizen and don't belong to anything, any municipality, country, whatever, um, (laughs) then you're not a member of the UN.
0: Well, exactly. So, (laughs) yeah, uh, me and my armchair law degree, let me explain this there.
2: the uh, The
0: guy claims to be a sovereign citizen. Basically there's these people that think the government is a, a setup or a farce or something and and basically it's like it's almost like they think they're Native Americans and they have their own set of rules well not rules but like you know there's tribal law that supersedes certain other laws because you're part of that group which is legitimate but sovereign citizens act like (laughs) nice that they're not basically because he's a sovereign citizen the judge or the state never had any jurisdiction over him so they couldn't charge him with any crimes if you're sovereign from the government then that means you don't get the benefits of it either you don't (laughs) get your sixth amendment right or your 14th amendment right or whatever if you're not part of the sorry not part of the system or whatever
2: well, that, That's the whole thing uh, there. He's not trying to play that he's sovereign to a country. Is that he's not subject to any laws besides his own. really uh, a horrible interpretation to his of, ass. of some biblical verses. Yeah. Um, and these guys, when they get in trouble with the law, they do nothing but throw out bullshit theories, bullshit motions to try to run out the clock or make it so dangd expensive for the court that they just drop it um,
0: so basically his entire argument the whole time was that the court does not have subject matter jurisdiction because they don't believe they're under the jurisdiction of the federal government they they basically think they're exempt from the laws of of the country they're in so in this case the United States
2: yeah and you're you're using sovereign as a dictionary definition, which I completely agree with, the problem is these guys can't read.
1: (laughs) Sovereign to a country means that you can say sovereign. I just don't.
2: No, I I think it's that they base it off the fact that they're able to turn oxygen to carbon dioxide, and that gives them rights from God. (laughs) Well, this guy kept don't Google it; it'll take you down a rabbit hole, and you'll end up with hair like mine.
0: Oh, I I did Google well, it, and I was the, like, no. To the audience, not. Yeah, yeah, no, don't. Um, it's a it's a distraction tactic. It's a delay tactic. It's it's a it's a red herring. It's a way to say, well, you could say, sure, I did this, but I I don't know.
2: Wait, so I we're saying <laughs> citizens is like communism?
0: Uh, I don't know. <laughs>
2: it's just a red herring.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> sorry. Wow, that went one. right over my head. Thank you.
2: Two, two, three, two, one.
0: Communism is just a red herring. <laughs> no, Sarah, don't do it. Don't go down don't, this hole. It's it'll hurt your brain. Just here. <laughs> Thank you, Cassandra. <laughs> um, yeah, I just Jesus, I it's something I'd never heard of and never want to hear about again. And, and it just, the whole thing is just about accountability or the lack of accountability. The fact that, you know, he said, I don't know why it was God's will for this to happen. No, this wasn't fucking God's will. This was you doing a thing that murdered six people and hurt 61 others. Like, God didn't make you do that. You did that on your own. It's called free will.
1: Well, the and voice just, in his head made him do it.
0: But it's and then he tries to explain his way out of that (laughs) crazy people are everywhere i mean i just i don't think i've ever and not that i've watched a lot of trials like murder trials per se but i've never i don't think i've ever seen someone who knows they did something everybody knows that they did it there's no there's no question of whether or not he did it So he never really had a defense, but for him to know that he did it and he knows that everybody knows he did it to have zero remorse, zero accountability. If he was up there saying, I didn't do it, I didn't do it, that wasn't me, that would be different. I mean, it's still shitty, but if someone is really claiming they didn't do something, then of course they're not going to have remorse or accountability because they're saying they didn't do it. This guy never really said he didn't do it and we all know that he did it. Just the lack of any kind of acknowledgement or responsibility or you know, feeling about it is just mind boggling to me. To use one of his words, mind boggling. This is mind boggling.
2: Fucking oh, god, and the concept I don't understand. I don't understand. I didn't, understand. I didn't... Yeah. well first of all, you know who'd have understood? A fucking lawyer. Yeah. Second of all, uh ignorance does not prove innocence yeah third of all it's a stalling tactic we know
0: yeah everything he was doing was just a stall because any minute outside a jail cell is better than a minute in a jail cell so it it was very clear what he was doing we all know what he was doing and you know he gets so up in arms about it but it's like dude we know what you're doing
2: right or or as Rutger Hauer would have called it stalling That was also for my wife, who is somewhere Dominic. in the audience. for People who watch psych. Like,
0: I still have not watched all of that, but
2: you should fix that.
0: So, so yeah, Chris did the math. He still 18... hasn't finished
2: Harry Potter yet either. So, okay. what the hell? You got past the work, but everything else is good from there.
0: Okay. I'll do it. I promise.
1: And on top of it. The trial's over. You have no excuse now.
0: It's Christmas season
2: now. Oh, turn off the fucking Hallmark channel and watch some. Hey, hey. Oh my god! I Harry have Potter the Hallmark movies... channel on in the background right now. <laughs> most of the Harry Potter movies have Christmas scenes, so. Okay, that's fair.
0: Oh, that's funny. I have the Hallmark channel on. I don't know why. I just I was getting out my Christmas decorations, and there was nothing else on, but. Yeah, they're all the same.
1: Because you have a sprig of holly up your ass,
2: hola.
0: <laughs> that's not all that's up there. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <coughs>
0: <laughs> I am decorating because I need some joy in my life, <laughs> like I'm Derek doing her. it right now while nobody's here. I have three. Because you know myself. your
1: husband won't let you do it.
0: He let me? Have we met?
1: Yes. yes, and I've met your husband.
0: He doesn't let or not let me do anything. I do what I want. The only thing I can't do without him is the Christmas tree because it's 10 foot tall and I can't do it by myself.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure there's other things you can't do without him either, but
0: mm.
2: we're not going down that route. Again, there's there's a there's lot I can't. i wired for 220. <laughs>
0: There's not, there's not a lot I can't do without him. There's a lot Mom of things I don't needs. want to do without him. Wait,
2: besides reaching the top shelf.
0: I can get a ladder. I can get a step stool.
2: Top
1: shelf? J she the second to the top and the third to the top, too.
2: Have you not seen how short Amanda is? Katie, are, not are, are you insinuating that, that she could sit on the curb and let her feet swing?
0: Uh-huh.
2: Yes. Has to pull on her socks to go to the bathroom?
0: I can do yes. anything without a man except put up my Christmas tree. <laughs> uh, um, I am 5'5". Five, five. I am a respectable height. Jennifer is short.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Jen
0: see, 5'2". That's more like Jen. We
1: don't talk shit about the one melts I'm not talking not shit about reason.
0: her. I'm saying you're calling people short. I'm not <laughs> short. I am the average... Height for women used to be five five. I don't know what it is now, but
2: Isn't I'm In what, five like five. the 1400s? No. We anyway, whatever.
0: Whatever.
1: whatever. Okay, well. Damn, they're short.
0: Uh, yeah. See, she's teeny tiny. Okay, I gotta do something, and I'm gonna try not to hurt anybody. Here we go. It's okay, Jack.
2: I, I can't say a whole lot. My my mother was five one. You all saw my brother the anniversary thing. He's oh, five yeah. three and in heels.
1: We're not talking about that anniversary thing and the freaking cake that you made me eat.
2: I didn't make you eat the cake. Oh, I you made know. you pose with the cake. Women did.
0: Uh,
2: the women Sarah, made my me. My husband eat.
0: is six eight. Hey, that cake was good. Yeah.
1: I'm not saying it wasn't good, but like I told Chris the other day, it, the decoration on the freaking cake sucked ass. I disagree. I think it was great. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Um, I think that decoration Thunder on the cake sucked ass like the freaking team that it represents.
0: Alright, you can go now.
1: Well, before I go then, because I actually do need to go get something to eat before I do my other recording. But um, really quick, I just wanted to let everybody know that might be listening. We've got some big stuff coming up over the next few months on An Evening at the Movies. And I promise I won't take 20 minutes, but everything Eddie Murphy month starts in December. Um, We've got greatest movie franchises coming up. That'll start in December and go all the way up through to the second anniversary in February. And we've got some new guests popping in for episodes over the next few weeks as well. So stay tuned and keep an eye out for that. And we will let you know who's coming and when they're. Never mind. Strike that, reverse it. <laughs> Who's going to be on the show and when, and when they're going on to come? Show. Yeah, that, that's be what prepared. I was going to say, but I got Help. halfway through it and but. I realized if I didn't stop myself, then I was just opening myself up for ridicule from Papa Palpatine. <laughs> so, <sighs> yes, yeah, whatever. So, big things coming up on an evening at the movies and big things like, coming
2: like up as well. Big come or.
0: Big things are coming. Big. Big. <laughs> huge. Shut up! Don't even. I am Clairvoyant, Dara. Don't. Unagi. <laughs> ah, Simon <seven> Skin roll. <laughs>
3: um, yeah.
1: The oh. usual happy look on his
2: face. I'm smiling. Like that's what I'm saying.
0: Smiling's my favorite.
2: And that's your usual happy look. Psychic mm. Gigolo.
0: That should I be your like uh, Seen that, movie. that should be your screen name, Casey. That should be your Tinder profile name. Matter of
1: fact, on my next recording, I'll switch my name from I'm here so I don't get fined to Psychic Gigolo.
0: What does I'm here so I don't get fined mean?
1: Have you never listened to a soundbite from a Marshawn Lynch freaking press conference?
0: Oh, okay. No.
1: Chris knew I, what I it was. Mar- I think Marshawn Lynch is, is a piece of chicken. shit. You do not talk shit about the greatest running back in Seahawks history.
2: There's not a, <laughs> well, first of all, that's Sean Alexander. And yes, second of I all, agree. there's not a lot of room to work with. There's not a lot of argument there about because I mean best running back in Seahawks history is like saying, I don't know, best Thunder player named Bob. It just it's a very short fucking list.
0: Marshall First of all, all, there's no good Thunder
2: players.
0: Are you fucking kidding me right now?
1: Shut up. Who? SGA? Lou Dort. So, really quick, before, I, I know this will make you guys smile and happy, that you know there's <laughs> the rumor that the NBA... Might... <clears throat> <clears throat> you know, I enjoyed talking to you today, Dara, but this little rant that you're on now, I don't know if I can get on board with that.
2: I think Dara and I just became best friends.
1: <laughs> no, but I'll become one of your best friends again because this is going to make you smile and happy. So, you know, the rumor going around that the NBA possibly is looking at expanding to 32, right? Sure. Yeah. And that the initial rumor was Vegas and Seattle. Evidently, right. now sources are saying that one of the two is going off the board, and one of the two franchises is going to Mexico City. What?
0: Why would Mexico City be part of the NBA?
1: Um, Because it's like the fifth largest city in the world.
0: Okay, but it, am I wrong if the, the NBA th- is just a United States thing?
1: Um, you know Toronto's the Toronto in Canada, Raptors. Oh yeah, that's right.
0: Okay, my bad. My bad.
1: The NBA is looking to go global, whether people want to admit it or not. But the whole point is, is if they go to Mexico City, I can guarantee you, Vegas will get the other damn city, which means guess
2: who's shit out in the freaking cold again?
0: Oh, baby. so what you're
2: saying they, is you know, your posse will not be on Broadway? No. <laughs> My yeah, national, problem. not
0: international, but apparently it is.
2: Hey, money talks. And I if, if, if Mexico City coughs up enough money, uh that's gonna weirdly lead to weird travel things and tax implications. Yeah, that's and, gonna be weird. Um you think okay, she's got problems signing free agents.
0: Yeah, I mean I I guess I don't know yeah. enough about Mexico City, but from what I've heard it's not the safest place. <laughs>
1: so, I don't know. I just know there? I saw an article about that today and I like, oh hell, here we go. Fucking Seattle's going to get shit on again. Yes, we outsource everything internationally, Dara.
0: Well, maybe yep. people maybe people there should eat less granola and watch more sports.
2: Like nobody wants to state in the souls like patchouli. <laughs>
1: <laughs> On that note,
0: I want to so, be able to to wear uh clothes that were made in China into the stadium without being guilt tripped
2: by people wearing clothes. And I don't want China. a vegan
0: hot dog or burger, and I want a real beer. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. Oh, you be yeah. drinking
1: stadium beers before you freaking know it, so don't even go there.
0: Yeah, but in Oklahoma, they're real. They're not vegan.
2: Plus, with the game we're going to be at Saturday, drinking is going to be required. because it's, Yes. Um,
0: Where is Dwayne?
2: Somebody's going yeah. to win because you can't have a tie in college anymore. Beyond that, I, I think zero prediction besides somebody's going to win.
0: I think home field advantage might be the only reason that OU would win, but even that's
2: interesting. If-
1: Somebody's going to win. What?
0: That was just weird.
2: That was weird. I, uh, I heard. I, I don't know. I think it OU being five I and five that, that, that a lot that of people sold out tickets. Of yeah, Sarah, I'm sure yeah. there's meat there. I'll be okay. A... I hope. Vegan Ryan, meat. Don't be quiet. And it's not vegan meat. It's just vegan and something else. And I'm not yeah. anti-vegan, it's right? It's not I, meat I think, if it's not meat. <laughs> I think if you grill a vegan perfectly, they'll taste just fine. So I'm not anti-vegan. <laughs> um, and, like, the chicken I had for lunch definitely was a vegetarian, so I'm okay with this. You um go. you You know how you find a vegan at a party? They fucking tell you.
0: That is true. That is true. I swear vegans cannot go more than five minutes without telling somebody they're a vegan.
1: Well, Dwayne's just a party pooper then. Vegans Aww. are grainy and street. <laughs> I bet. <coughs>
0: Sorry, beautiful. Dwayne. It reminds me of how I met your mother when um, they set Ted up with Stella's sister or... Or Stella's just not, they don't set them up. but Stella's sister's with them. And she's like, I'm a vegan. I wish I could eat meat and not be thinking about murder. But I guess I'm just not that strong. And he goes, it's because you need protein. (laughs) Yeah, Dwayne, I hear you. Not because I've been in the military, but I grew up in a military family. So I'm with you. Get some rest.
2: Um so yeah. Okay, yes, meat is murder. Tasty. Tasty, tasty murder. murder.
0: You know, I actually especially, I have to be really careful if you
1: had Amanda and
2: George's Beef Wellington. Nah. That
0: was some te- that was some tasty, tasty meat murder.
2: No, no, I, I think there were vegan vegans on the downer trip. They just went first.
0: <laughs> they they were the eaten, not the eaters. Right,
2: because <laughs> we all know that vegetarian is a Native American word for lousy hunter.
0: Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I try not hard not to think about that stuff because I get, I tried being a vegetarian in high school for about six months and then I couldn't do it. I just accept that it's the circle of life, but also I have to not think about how the animals are treated.
2: I had a job for a short time in high school um, helping design meat packing <laughs> plants. And if that oh, doesn't God. throw you off eating meat, nothing will.
0: Yeah, I don't, it, I already <coughs> don't like to handle raw meat, like especially raw chicken. I hate, and I cook and I love to cook, but God, I hate raw chicken. It just grosses me out.
2: It's oh yeah, yeah I love chicken. I eat a lot of chicken, and I love cooking chicken. And raw chicken is one of the nastiest things ever.
1: It really is. It's like meat snot.
0: Oh goddamn it! So, Dara, we do. We have a Wagyu guy that has a ranch, and then the good, the bad thing is we don't have a butcher Wagyu around guy. here. Um, yeah, we have a guy. We have a Wagyu guy. Um. But yeah. You meet
1: in a dark alley and do the dirty deed and then go home and cook
2: your meat? It's not a it's deal. We're cheap. dealing
0: in several hundred dollars worth of valuable
2: meat. It's not a Well, several hundred dollars of wagyu is like three steaks.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: Very true. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, yeah,
0: it's but not cheap. it's
1: fucking amazing.
0: The, the closest, like, fresh fresh ish meat i would say we have is like central market and even then it's not like you know there's a, a place in edmond that i used to go to when we lived there that they had opened in edmond not i can't remember the name of it now but it was so good they had like good sides and all these seasonings and like you know fresh meat and whatever um but yeah
1: compared to rancid meat
0: well, compared to frozen or stuff that you don't know how long it's been there.
2: Right. There's a difference. <laughs> a, Wouldn't a you rather just take
0: your take the butcher's word for it? <laughs> oh, nobody else got that? Okay, Dwayne. I got you. I gotcha. I'm with you.
2: <laughs> fresh beef and fresh pork is all like fresh fish. It hits differently. Um that's why I don't eat fish much around here, unless it's someplace that specializes in it, because it's all frozen at least once, several days old. Um, I'm
1: telling you, you need to come to fucking Seattle, and we'll go down to the freaking docks and get it off the damn
2: ships. Or I can go down to Galveston, and they just pulled out of the, out of the ocean that morning.
0: It's okay, because it's your dog.
2: Hello.
1: No, because I'm not in... And I'm in Washington.
0: Hey, in Mexico, we caught our own fish and they cooked it for us on the beach. It was a mahi. I didn't eat it, but I was told it was delicious.
2: What is wrong with you? Don't like fish?
0: I don't like seafood. Nothing from the sea. That's my motto.
2: Nothing I mean, from if the I, sea. If I'm here sea my food. motto is: if you can't see the ocean, order the steak. Yeah. but fresh seafood oh god i don't All even right. care what kind of fish it is as long as it's grilled or fried properly or even even ceviche mm.
0: this was like a probably like a maybe 25 pound mahi it was really big fish show, fish show.
2: Yes. <laughs> are you saying it was to scale Ugh. Yes, was... never get between my wife and shrimp.
0: <laughs> you can have all my scrimps. Ugh.
1: So no. Is it safe to say then that your the relationship between Cassandra and the shrimp is a very moist situation?
2: Yes. I hate you. Yes.
1: Um <laughs> On Walter, that note as Myron I have... would say. Thirteen minutes to go make a sandwich, so I'm going to dip out of here and let you guys have fun recording the rest of the episode. And
2: make sandwiches, Do you um, have some sandwiches. How long does it take you to make a fucking sandwich? Well, he has to be on the recording. Oh, I to get the fish have, off I the boat and the tuna fish with it.
1: I have received <laughs> constructive criticism from somebody in this recording that says I need to quit eating while I record, so I need to have time to make the sandwich and consume the sandwich.
0: That was
2: me. So I don't hit the fucking mute button when you chew.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Everybody poops.
2: There's even a book about it.
0: Yeah. Called Everybody Poops.
1: (laughs)
2: All
0: right. Well, you have fun. Tell Jerry. I said hi.
1: I will. And you guys have fun and don't do nothing I wouldn't do. And we will see you tomorrow. Yes. Yep. Okay.
0: Tomorrow.
1: <laughs> yes, because I'm doing pulling triple duty tomorrow.
0: <laughs> That's a lot of duties. Nice.
1: <laughs> the man needs time for what? I didn't. I only she got the for that. before you took it down. What? The man needs time. Leave his- Exactly. Dara's got my back.
0: Yeah, Dwayne, I'm with you. Stairway to Heaven is way too fucking
2: long. That's the joke. So you put in Stairway to Heaven oh. and, followed by Gada, Davida, and you have time. <laughs> so yeah, that reminds it's, it's,
0: it's, me, do you remember that episode of South Park where they're trying to build a, a ladder to Heaven? They're trying to build like a stairway to Heaven. And Cartman's like, I think we're never going to get to Heaven because one of us is a J-O-O. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Easy there, Kyrie Irving. <laughs> right? Go
1: make your sandwich. Yeah. Freaking well, yeah. man. Fine. I'm out. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Peace on hair grease.
0: Oof. I started talking about uh, South Park. He got distracted.
2: Whatever. He still hasn't left. There we go. Can we I find know, him for leaving like... early? What? Can we find him for leaving early? I think we should. I'm okay with this. Um.
0: And now we have gotten into children's talk.
2: And now the jokes have gone to (laughs) shit. But my wife did a crossover.
0: Penis. Boys
2: out of the (laughs) vagina.
0: My wife did a (laughs) crossover.
2: (laughs) Pooh and uh, the West Wing joke. So I got to give her a little bit of credit for that. Yeah. Okay. Plus, I like maintaining access to the muffin shop.
0: Yeah, the muffin shop be, should be open as yeah. much as it wants to be open. But
2: you guys. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, shoplift the muffin shop.
0: <laughs> <Shop-listed> the <puti>. <laughs> shoplifted <laughs> the pootie.
2: Shoplifted the pootie. That's right. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna lie. I've, I've shoplifted the pootie before.
0: Yeah, I've let I've let it be shop shoplifted. That's a whole other story.
2: Pretty sure we had an episode about that. I think we did. Yes. Anyway, so back to Fuckboy. Um.
0: <laughs> his wife, Dara, just his wife.
2: Oh wait, me.
0: Uh, yeah, Chris doesn't have a muffin shop. Just my wife. Just my wife. Yeah. Um. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> my my muffin shop is is uh open to the public. Just kidding. Just
2: kidding. Now serving. Number 672,422. Come on down. <laughs> um, We're not a contestant yeah. on that shit ain't tight.
0: Ugh. Hey, I keep my shit tight.
2: Not a anyway. 672,000,
0: you're not. Now, to be fair, I have not uh, had... Of vaginal birth i had a c-section so ew <laughs> so there's always that but whatever um so yeah anyway i mean i don't know is there anything else you wanted to talk about with uh what did you decide his name was tit bag complaining oh, well, uh, pants
2: <laughs> fuck hold on i know i gotta look it up
0: You mix Nestle Quick with water?
2: Ew. Uh, the fuck, man.
0: What? Sarah, honey.
2: That no. will not bring any boys to the yard ever.
0: Oh, honey. No. No. Oh.
2: Uh, twat waffling tit bag.
0: Twat waffling tit bag.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. Twat waffle but- is too kind of a word for this guy.
2: I, I I just realized something though that we have a problem with this uh, episode. Oh okay, okay. Um, well, use almond milk or something. Oh. <laughs>
0: uh.
2: Sorry, no, yeah. no. Uh, we have one problem with this episode, which is at, at no point have we established subject matter jurisdiction.
0: Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I mean. It's it's never been proven and it's never gonna be proven, especially that, for the record. Yeah, definitely not for the record. What does you think on the record means? Everybody I don't like, fucking know. I want this to be noted on the record. Do you realize that every time you're not in recess, you're on the record. You're on the record. record.
2: Mind and boggling. I'm pretty sure there was some clerk who was doing the, you know, Aziz Light checkmark thing every time he said on the record because fucking shit. Is that on the record? You see the poor lady typing? Yeah, it's on the record. Yeah, check we're on
0: the record. How I just... Ugh. I know that she had to and even the one victim talked about that yesterday about how, you know, how mad he got watching the trial, getting mad at the judge because he was like, "Why is she letting this happen?" But you know, people explained it to him, and and I I definitely agree she had to show that much restraint and patience because she in no way wanted the way she conducted this trial to be a reason that he could appeal.
2: No, and she no, did a great she, job. I mean, absolutely. She she bent over backwards. She gave him more leeway than an actual lawyer would have gotten by, by far. Yeah. And uh, her, her hotness, I mean, her honor. um, (laughs) I'd like to be honored. Uh, Um, You know your wife's watching. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever baby wants. Um, (laughs) Good old judge hot pants. Um, Where where was I going? Yeah. uh, I'm going to need my. Self for a minute anyway but no uh, i i I think that she went so far making sure that he got everything he needed and then some that the argument could be made that she was favoring him right? right because she did so much to protect his rights both as a defendant and as a representative, Hi. right? I I don't want to say attorney, but as 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 a representative of himself. Yeah,
0: she did way uh, more to help him, and she kept even telling him, "I'm doing this for your benefit." Well, how does that benefit me? If she's telling you, then it does. Just shut up.
2: And and the fact that she she kicked the jury out every time there was a a, a big argument, so they didn't witness it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that she basically wrote the playbook or rewrote the playbook for how to deal with somebody representing themselves yeah. um and, and she went to to the extent of she explained stuff on the record almost in in layman's terms um to get
0: <laughs>
3: the trial to
2: keep the trial moving um right And Kudos to her. Shit, yeah. Sainthood is multiple. As we've been saying for weeks, but people said yeah. yesterday as well during the, the sentencing hearing. Um, I don't know how uh, to it, it. Any, any more, any the uh, it, uh, lesser of a judge or a judge with a, a quicker trigger, this thing would have mistrialed in a heartbeat.
0: If he had had the lady, I don't know her name, but the judge on the Parkland Sugar Case I think this would have gone a lot differently. I don't know if you watched any of that. I just saw TikTok clips pieces. of it, but holy shit, that woman was not... She was a fuck-around-and-find-out kind of person, I was Oh, she,
2: yeah, For one, I think she's a total firebrand, but she was dealing with with multiple attorneys on both sides that were both right. pushing their fucking luck, as yeah. opposed to some guy representing himself pro se, pro se, who... Uh, pro se, pardon me. Um, who quite easily could have pushed things to a mistrial and i think honestly that was one of his goals
0: oh yeah it absolutely was he he was doing anything to get a mistrial or anything that he could possibly use as a reason to appeal because they spent two days going over the pros and cons of him representing himself and making it super super clear that lack of effective representation will not be grounds for appeal if you lose and you're right you know so she went the extra mile on every single thing because she knew his game she knew what he was doing like she's a smart cookie she knew exactly what he was doing and she was not having it
2: and and i think the prosecution smartly altered tailored their case they did uh to combat the fact that he was representing himself to where he couldn't build sympathy. Luckily, he wasn't able to, and he didn't even try in most of the instances, but he, he couldn't with the way they presented their case in that slow and methodical fashion. Um, and, and I think the prosecution deserves a lot of credit, especially when you realize that, and I saw somebody do the math, because the the jury was out for less than just under three hours on yeah. 76 counts. Which means they spent just over two minutes per count. Wow! Deliberating. Um, <laughs> holy shit, man! Um, Hi, Gene. The, the, the four-person's hand had to cramp the hell up. Uh, oh yeah. You know, Jen, you could you could jump in.
0: Yeah, you want to jump in now? The links in the chat.
2: You know you want um,
0: to. Yeah, I mean, and, and it was crazy that the judge, I mean, she had to say the the name of every single person, 17 and a half years four. she had to do that 61 times, but I know it's definitely I'm important to did. say their names. Yeah, it's definitely important. Um,
2: uh, it, it needs to be said, um, for for the, the, the six people who were lost, and for the 71 people who were, 61 people who are injured,
3: Yeah.
2: Um, And I think she did great service to the victims and to the families of the victims by how yeah. meticulously she laid out why she was going the way she was on um, on the punishment.
0: Yeah, I
2: agree. Uh, and talk about throwing the book. Holy shit. Yeah
0: she was amazing today. She was like, I am over his shit. I don't have to. I mean, it's sentencing, it's, it's her time and she didn't have to bend over backwards for him today. Right. And I'm glad she finally got to release a little bit of that, you know, pent up energy. Uh, My, my big thing too, is that I, I don't understand because he never, Gene. Hey, <laughs> that amazing. It does. Oh, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> um, he never had a defense. He never, ever said, like, like we said, he kept thinking he was go. Like what? first, you're like, is he going with? It wasn't me, or somebody else was in the car, or, or was he? Then he's like, not, maybe he's going mental illness. No, it's like what the hell is this guy trying to? Where is he going?
2: Right. I mean, we we thought he was going to go with the shaggy defense, and that didn't <laughs> happen. It, and then I thought he was going to try to, um, either alter, uh, offer alternate theories, but they they shut that down so well in the prosecution's case. Yeah, especially when presenting on the condition of the vehicle. Um, right. The the case that was my so... other
0: Thing, yeah. Was he going to go with there's problem with the car?
2: I'm yeah. Just, nope.
0: But yeah, he just never said ever like what. That's why I said there's no there's no debating that he did it. We know he did it. He knows he did it. But he still his, never his offered opening, any kind of
2: defense. His opening statement was like, just on the edge of a confession. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and his closing argument was... Uh, so sorry for me. Right, right. I mean, He played the nullification card, which he was going to do. I thought, right. honestly, he was going to play it again at the end and get voted. Yeah.
3: Um,
2: but, uh and I think this is another one of those times that the judge bent over backwards. And I think that the, the prosecution was smart in saying, Hey, let's try it this way to just keep it moving. Cause I think if they'd have kept it going that, uh, there would have started to be resentment from the jury and you just don't know how they're going to act at that point.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and I think that the fact that the rebuttal, uh, by the prosecution of closing arguments because short as it was, definitely played into their hand. I think that they used their full oh, time yeah. on the rebuttal, um, things may not have gone completely their way. But the way they presented the case was so beautiful because it that if you if you feel that he was the man behind the wheel, then literally every count except for the drop to domestic battery count is the same conversation. Yeah. Right, so you you have you have one series of acts on on one day, um, and it's it's basically the same vote. If you think he killed person one, that it had to be two through six, right? Right. If you think he hit person seven, then it's seven through sixty, whatever the hell it was.
0: Well, that's um, probably why deliberations were so short. They didn't actually have to consider every single count.
2: Yeah, I, I think the four persons' hand cramped up, which is why it took as long as it did.
0: <laughs> I'm sure.
3: I kind of wish that they could have just said guilty on all counts because listening to 70, how uh, yeah. 72 counts, it was like, oh my gosh. And it was yeah. just the same. Like they just had to repeat themselves over and over again.
0: Yeah.
2: That was tough. Um, yeah. Uh, I, that's why I let somebody else do the, do the counting on that one because I'm like, yeah, I should probably get some work done or something. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: You have some time.
2: You know, today for the for the sentencing reading, uh, I, I was okay with hearing all of it. Um, but she didn't read. It wasn't like the the verdict where you had to read the whole damn charge and the question right. and then the answer and then the modifier if there was one. Right. Uh, that was just true. Because uh, honestly, once we got past the the third or fourth homicide charge on the on the verdict you pretty much knew it was going to be a clean sweep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Um, I think the bail jumping charges were kind of a fuck you. Yeah. Other uh, than those administrative things so the bond companies can get their money back or, or uh, was there as a pile Maybe. on? Um...
0: Well, I mean, she said, she said, I know a lot of this is ceremonial or that might not have been the word she used, but, like basically a lot of this is for show because he's going to serve so much time. That's not going to matter, but it's still important that he be told and have to at least hear that yes, you did all of these illegal things that hurt people and violated the law and you're going to pay for them. So, yeah, it didn't really matter, but you know, it's just, yeah. Another nail in the coffin.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: I loved how he was
3: like so um calm and respectful during his 2 hours of rambling. Mhm. And the second he didn't like something she had to say, he went back to showing his ass to everybody and
0: yep.
3: it's like bye. All bets are off here. I'm this is really how I am. All that Stuff I was just saying earlier, right. not real.
2: I think with all due is, respect, that's not respectful. Yeah. I love that's candidate. not that
0: yeah. was, I said, with all due respect since <laughs> the Geneva Convention. <laughs>
3: that ain't worth the velvet painting of a whale.
0: <laughs> and <dolphin getting> it <laughs> <on>. <laughs> but no, you know, yesterday when he was arguing with what they're saying, so so when it's my turn tomorrow, I can do that, and he was all mad. I think he partially was probably prepared to go that way, I think that listening to his mom and his grandma probably, like, took him down a notch, and I was kind of waiting for him to go back the other way, and then, you know, until the judge stepped in, and then he was like, and then he went back to, I don't understand the charges against me. Oh my god, shut up. You do. Yeah, you
3: do. (laughs) Quit trying to now play idiot when... I mean, obviously, he's not the smartest because he chose to represent himself in the first place. But, yeah, I just, man, I couldn't, I couldn't listen to him anymore today. Just come on.
0: Well, and luckily, Miss Jennifer had her, had her fix of it or full of it, too. She was like, no, you're going over there. And then, no, you're going back over there again. Yeah. And you're not coming back. <laughs> like,
2: Right. Yeah, I I see you holding up the objection sign, but I'm talking, and I'm not muting you. You're not coming
0: coming back in here. I loved it. It was interesting that he had no reaction to hearing the sentence. I mean, he must have known. Oh, for sure. He had zero reaction. It's kind of crazy. I I
2: think a lot of his his lashing out, especially at the end, was fear and panic. And I'm not trying to excuse what he was doing. No, but, but yeah. Those are the actions of a highly egotistical person who's been cornered.
0: Yeah.
2: Desperation um, is a
0: stinky cologne.
2: That's Trump on Twitter. That's, I mean, you, you, they're, they're the list of, of examples, it, hell, me and my youth, um, <laughs> that's a highly egotistical person who's been called on their bullshit and realizes there's no way out. And that's manifesting yeah. anger as opposed to it, it's – it's a fight or flight, basically.
0: Yeah. Yeah, anything he can do to deflect or delay. That was, that was the only strategy he could have. I'm glad, um, I'm glad all of those people get to be done with him. The only thing that sucks is that once he appeals, the prosecutors may still have to deal with him.
3: But that's their job. I mean, I know. they're I know. doing that and dealing with people like him, maybe not to that caliber, but they're yeah. dealing with that situation. So it's tough, but it, it's, it would be way worse for the victims to have to, you know, have oh, yeah. more part of this than what they've already had to endure. Like yeah. that, that's been the worst thing is yeah. like, like she said, you know, Sitting in here every day and having to see videos and pictures and like, I cannot imagine.
0: Mm-mm.
3: I was talking to my dad and sister at dinner about it and I'm like, there's no way I, yeah. I have way too much empathy and I, there's no way I could do it. Me it takes special people to deal with situations like that, the doctors, you know yeah. the EMt, the police officers, the the judges and the jurors. and I don't know how anybody can do it and
0: it's, like, it's tough, yeah, i I wouldn't be able to.
2: yeah, and, and, yeah, I found it interesting today that the the male district attorney, the third chair guy, just couldn't face Daryl Brooks at all during part of the day. Um, and, and I think that's guy was just at the end of what he could handle. And, and both of the female prosecutors, um, not opera, but the, the other one was definitely at the end of her rope as well. I mean, she was almost in tears during the, the announcement uh, of the sentencing. Yeah. Um, and I, I really hope that the three of them and, and whomever else they've had engaged are given some sort of time off. And please, right. for the love of God, some counseling. Uh, like, I was
0: like, I hope that the judge and at least them have the day off tomorrow.
2: <laughs> right, right. Uh, because if you're not impacted by this, there's a problem, right? Like, yeah. I, I don't have what you would call a lot of empathy. Um, I, I definitely am not one who connects well with, with most people. Um, but I don't want to watch a video over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again where people die. Yeah. Right? I, I can't even watch, you know, car crashes that that are replays of a, of a driver yeah. dying, right, of a, of a race car driver. So um, I, I don't know how these folks do it and, and y'all are right. They deserve a lot more credit than they get. And it's you know the jury and the judge and the bailiffs and the technical staff and hell all those families that were in the in the courtroom yeah. every freaking day having to watch that shit over and over again. Yeah. Um I I don't think I could do it. Um so my my hat's off to them and my my yeah, for sure. My hope is that if they are impacted in the way that it messes with them uh, in in any long-term fashion, that they're provided and allowed to get help.
0: I would think that they have to be, like, especially as a, a district attorney or whatever, because, yeah, you do have to prosecute all these criminal cases, and, like, yeah, that is their job, and so all of that stuff is hard enough, but I, I have to think this trial was unique in having to deal with a defendant like that that is representing himself yeah because yeah i'm sure lots of defendants are just like him you know narcissistic personality disorder and all this stuff but typically it's their lawyers doing the talking for them and yes that's their job but i i just feel like this one is so unique for the judge and you know the prosecutor has going and knowing that they had to watch everything they did and everything they said so that there was not any kind of, any even appearance of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Like
2: Impropriety.
0: Well, that is what I was going to say, actually. Uh,
2: um,
0: you know, but any kind of, like, this, uh, oh my, like, any kind of.
2: Uh, you can't show any favoritism. You can't show any, you can't show any bias. You can't Bias, show.
0: thank you. Bias towards him.
2: Yeah. Like, I,
0: they. They had to go above and beyond what they would normally have to do to be fair and partial. And that had well, to be and,
2: tough. And the other part of that is if you normally when you have a defendant who's that big of a piece of filth, the defense attorney is the buffer. Right. Right. You're not talking directly to the defendant unless they're on the stand. Right. You're talking to the attorney because that's how it works. That's how the law works. Right. So you've got that buffer where you're talking to another professional doing their job.
0: Yeah. Um, and even just the legal part, the fact that he didn't know what he was doing, had to, you know, it it got hard for them to make their points when he just kept objections, grounds, objection, grounds, like, you know, and it's like, he was trying to trip them up just like he was trying to do everything, but I just feel like that, dang it, had to make their jobs so much harder and more frustrating, and they did a really good job for the most part you know, towing the line and and doing what they had to do. And your witness
2: prep changes and the, the flow of your questions change because you know, he's going to be asking questions in a very, very lay person fashion. Right. Right. So you can't come out full bore technical for the risk of him sounding more relatable.
0: Or like you're trying to make him look stupid.
2: That too. Um, so I, He
0: didn't need anybody's help with. But
2: <laughs> no, he, he did that all by himself. So well. So well. Um, so the, the the prosecution, with the way they laid out their case, and the way they layered everything on top of it, and the way they took their time and didn't go into the full scientific thing that you see on television, right? This wasn't a CSI mm-hmm. case. This wasn't some Somebody talking about their grass, gas, the blah blah, blah blah Yeah. The mass spectrometer. There we go. Uh, mm-hmm. this, uh, this was done old school relatable. So it didn't give him any type of advantage.
0: Well, I feel like I should have been open. I mean, I know it's not that simple, but really it is open and shut. Was he driving the car? Check. Um, and then, were there any problems with the car? No. Check. You're guilty. Like, well,
3: but he
0: he made
3: it what it was. Oh, had I know. He, had he kept his attorney, it wouldn't have been Mm-mm. as long of a trial as it was. I mean, he did it to delay the inevitable, regardless yes. of the fact that he says that that's not what he was right. doing. We all
0: know that I that's... don't care what about the inevitable.
2: Point. Right? Yeah. Uh, Come and I it. think some of it was was his personality trait, making him think that he's the smartest one in the room, and right. that he can convince people. Um, and honestly, any defense attorney worth their salt would have immediately started negotiating a plea to get him better prison conditions. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Because smartly, what should have been done was okay. All they have is eyewitness testimony, right, and a lot of circumstantial stuff. Stitching this together. Now the car, you can't dispute that. There a lot
0: of videos too, videos though? right? But there's a no,
2: video. there's, but it's all stitched together, right? There, there's gaps that you have to reasonably infer that they all tie together. Which the prosecution did a great job doing with the map and talking through everything, right? But everything else was was eyewitness testimony, which, let's be perfectly honest, isn't great ever, right? The only reason the eyewitness testimony worked was because they had so much of it, mm-hmm. yeah. And you had so many people not telling the exact same story, but close enough. Uh, and I think if it had been the same story, that people would have been the would have been hesitant. Whereas you hear enough versions of a very, very similar story, um, that you're gonna you're gonna trigger together in your head. But a good defense attorney would have started poking holes in some of that. Right. Um, but honestly, like I said a a good defense attorney would have recommended the plea. And I and I wonder yeah. if the representation the representation I can't talk that he did have recommended a plea and I'm that's sure. why they fired him.
0: Probably so. I'm sure. He was never gonna admit he did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be real.
2: Yeah, there was gonna be no allocution from him at all, ever. You no. Know. Um. And that's the crazy thing is at no point did he say he didn't do it. Right. He just offered up excuses and told people not to judge.
0: Yeah. He never said he didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's crazy.
3: I don't know. It was just a trash human being that yeah. It was just all about misdirection. Oh.
2: Yeah. Fine, yeah. No attention to the man behind the curtain. Right. Exactly. I mean, I just
3: I'm glad want to pop on to say that he's yeah. a trash piece, of, a piece yeah. of trash human, and give my. Well, I think we've pretty much two cents.
0: Yeah, I think we've pretty much covered it all. I mean, I'm glad that I got you guys sucked into it, and we got to watch it together and do our commentary. That's always fun. Jackie Poo.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm glad it's over, and I'm glad that he will rot in prison for a very, very long time. And I hope that one guy does get to go piss on his grave. <laughs>
3: right. Yeah. I loved that. The greatest. Those two guys coming back to yeah. lunch, guns blazing. Yeah. Just that leave him in a
0: room with those two guys and call it a day.
3: Oh, that was that was the best. I'm so glad that they got to just say what they had to yeah. say. This
0: won't be over for me until I'm pissing on your grave. <laughs> mm, I hope you rotten hell. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, that uh... You know, and his grandmother. Well, people who say they're not going to forgive him. Lady, I realize you're a minister. And and, and I realize that, that forgiveness is, is big. Um, Expecting it from people? No.
0: Well, but she did say the quote of, um, you know, not forgiving is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I mean, I took her saying that as, she was wanting them to forgive to for themselves, not for, the, for yeah, him. Yeah,
3: yeah. I That's didn't true.
0: feel like she I was making a lot of excuses grandma. for him.
3: Yeah, I liked mom was. Grandma, she said what the mom needed to say.
0: Yeah, and I mean, she at least yeah. acknowledged that he did it and yeah. that he hurt people, and that you know she was sorry, even if he can't say he's sorry. And
3: she spoke to the the victims and their families first. Yeah. Like, she started her whole thing off with that. so
0: Which was was nice, yeah. Yeah. I like old granny. (laughs) Yeah. Because she's right. I mean, holding on to anger only hurts you. It doesn't hurt the person you're angry at. But it's never an expectation. And all these victims have, they have to work through it in their own way. I hope they don't let that anger and resentment ruin their own lives. Because that is unfortunate. Because that's that's letting him victimize you all over again. but. Everybody deals with grief and trauma in their own way, and you can't tell them how to... But they don't owe him shit. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean... Okay. Yeah, I, I, I felt like she said here. that for them.
3: What'd you say? Wait, I'm going to go to bed. Okay. Hard. Hard? I'm tired. All right. We well, need okay. to find a new trial to, to <laughs>
0: I'm watch. I'm sure there will be one. I'm, I need to use my armchair law degree so it doesn't expire. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. All right. Have a great... Talk to
3: you yeah, tomorrow. I okay. probably. I gotta. Yeah.
2: just well, my pharmaceuticals and go to bed myself. So. uh
0: Me too.
3: Yeah, old man.
0: But we'll be back tomorrow with a, a real episode. I'm like... not
2: that much older than you are, Jen.
0: <laughs> Aren't you though? How old are you? How old are you? <laughs> You're both older than me. Uh-huh. So shut up.
2: I, oh wait, five. okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So if you're older than Amanda, we're about the same age. I'm forty-five.
3: I will be forty-five in March.
0: Yeah, Jen's not that much older than me. Well, a little over because uh, I'll be forty four in December next month. Well, yeah. Class
3: of nineteen hundred and ninety-six right here. Mm-hmm. Representing nineteen
0: hundred and ninety seven. Chris is ninety. 90- <laughs> Chris is ninety six. Chris is
3: ninety five. Chris is ninety five. Is 90- five. Is right. 95. Are you That's five? Right.
2: I yeah. am 95. Okay, so I you're, was there, trust me. You're
3: a full year older than me, then. We're a little trifecta here. Well, go take your Geritol and your <laughs> b I'm going to
2: beat you with my motherfucking cane. And since <laughs> we're not you on know. Facebook, I ain't getting banned <laughs> <mad> for
0: shit. <laughs>
2: See, Amanda? That's how you do it. Love okay.
3: you, buddy. <laughs>
0: all
2: right, love you all. Girls, girls are both
0: pretty. All right, thanks, everybody, for watching and listening, and um, join us tomorrow for if we go live for a, a real sip episode, if not, it'll be out shortly. So, yay. Good talks, and hope everybody has a good night. And now that this trial is over, I uh, will keep sipping and not thinking about Harold Brooks. <laughs> nope.
2: Not
0: and either, boom, boomer sooner.
2: Pistol firing. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>